All right. Well, this is Rage Against the Pod, otherwise known as Rat Pod. This is the weekly Rage. Rage. Ooh, I just I just burped there. Uh, this God, is the weekly dude. Rage Against the there Machine podcast, where we we take one particular song, we dissect it, we get into the nitty gritty of it, we try to have a good time while we're doing it. But while you're listening right now, because you have nothing better to do, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Rage Against the Pod. That would be really great. So just go do that. My name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there, way out there in the ether, mm. is Jeff. Mm. So, Jeff, come on, man. What, what are we doing today? What Rage Against the Machine song are we doing today? In my eyes. Okay, yes, we are doing In My Eyes from Rage Against the Machine. Uh, this this song was is a cover song, a minor threat song, a minor threat cover song on their <laughs> album, on Rage, Against, dude, on Rage Against the Machine's album, Renegades from the year 2000. This is track seven, I think, from that record. But yeah, like I said, In My Eyes was originally done by Minor Threat off their uh, self-titled EP. I think it was back in the 80s, 88, I think, or something like that, 1988. I don't remember exactly, but mm. yeah. So mm. there you go. There, there's a little backstory on that for you. What yeah. do you got? What, what do you think of In My Eyes? What do you think of this, where it lies on this record? What do you think is the original version better or this version? Um, that's, I mean, that's a lot of, that, those were a lot of questions. And that, I expect an answer for every single one of them. Uh, okay. Um, okay. I don't, I don't remember what the order was, but uh, I, th- <laughs> I think in sequencing for the album, I think it's, it's fine, I guess. I mean, that, the sequencing for this album in general, I think, is who the fuck even cares, really? Yeah, it's irrelevant. Um, who did it better, Rage or Minor Threat? Uh, Minor Threat did it better. Mm, okay. And okay. I think you had a third question. I don't remember what it was, though. Well, what are your initial thoughts, just in general? Oh well, I mean, this is this is one on this album that I always forget about, and huh. before we did this months ago and then redid it again weeks ago and then decided to actually do it today i still couldn't remember what it was <laughs> and so listening to it again i mean it's not a bad song it's 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 fine oh it's cool all right. like this would have been a cool b-side to one of the singles from like bola maybe even evil empire so i don't know it's fine it's cool it's I don't, fine i don't think rage can really do the the punk stuff very well what no, man, you and I have just very, very different opinions on this one. Like, I mean, just just because you play wow. fast doesn't uh, doesn't doesn't automatically make you able to do punk stuff. And I, I think I think as we've seen Rage do with with various other punk covers, they do fine. It's OK. It's good. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I thought I honestly thought you'd like this one more. That's that's insane to me. Um, no, I, I, you, you would, you thought wrong apparently. So have you, have you ever been a minor threat fan? <laughs> no, I haven't either. I, I don't, I don't not know much I, about them. Yeah. Not that I dislike them or anything. I just, I never, I never got into them. They're one of those bands where I know more about them non-musically than I do musically only because of Ian McKay or Ian McKay, whatever, however you pronounce his yeah, name. Mr. Fugazi. Yeah. Because he's, I mean, every documentary you see about 
punk music he's in it like he's just he's known as this he's like he's like he's almost like henry rollins where you know him more as the character or the person than you do their music yeah i would agree that's kind of how i how i view I him see that. you know because i've never i've never been huge on minor threat or fugazi or anything like that not to say that they're bad because they're both good bands but i've never yeah. i've never really been drawn to them you can't listen to everything Exactly. You know, I'd rather listen to corn, you know, <laughs> or I don't know. Said nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather listen to Aqua. I'd rather listen to, I can give you a bunch of bands I'd rather listen to. Yeah. But anyway, but anyway, I, I just, I can't, I still can't believe like this is a forgotten song for you. This is one of the highlights of Renegades for me. This song was. I mean, mind you, when I got this record, I was very much into like the metal and punk scene. So this one really stood out to me because it was like the only real rock song on the record. And I don't know. I just I've always loved it. I thought this is a really, really good cover. This is one of the best songs on the record up next to, you know, Street Fighting Man, uh, Kick Out the Jams and stuff like that. I mean, it really is. This is middle to bottom tier of this record. I can't believe that. That's insane. At best, it's middle tier. I've just, I've always loved this song. I feel every member of the band brings it. It sounds just like the original. But they, but they make it sound so much better than the original. No, they don't. Yes, they do. It's just louder. They make it, it sounds so much better. (laughs) And then I I feel like the way Zach sings this and screams this song he does such a he does a way better job than Ian McKay does. Ian McKay, how do you pronounce that guy's name? I, I well, McKay. I would say like McKay because K A Y E K K K I I would think McKay. so too. But I feel like I've heard people say Ian McKay. No, th- those people are stupid. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty big uh, Minor Threat fan and Ian McKay <laughs> follower, so it's definitely Ian McKay. Okay, it's Ian McKay. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll stick with that. Yep, we'll stick with that. I just I but still I can't believe you hate this song. You hate this song so much. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's absolutely unbelievable. Okay. I, I, <sighs> Dude, there's, there's, there's just nothing fucking here. The, like, nobody is, brings though. it. Everyone sounds the same as they did on Minor Threat. Do you hear there's how no thick difference. that bass is, too? That, hear, hear how thick that bass is. And then Brad's drumming. Oh, my God. His, his drumming is so good. and It's the same. Who cares same. if it's the same, dude? It sounds but good. Then it, it does. They, what do you they, mean? Don't don't say who cares took, if it's the same because if you're not bringing anything to the table, if you're just regurgitating what I've already heard, then yes, it does matter. In this case, okay, okay. It does I guess matter. I guess if any person in this band that did that did something slightly different would have been Zach because he he put it feels like he put more emotion into it than Ian than Ian ever did vocally. Ian did the same thing though. Like the, the, each verse is is kind of separated into two lines. In the first line, in Zach's version and Ian McKay's version, they both mm-hmm. sing the first part and then yell the second. It's just a different type of yelling. But it's and Zach, Zach sounds better. I wouldn't say it sounds better. It's it's it it's does. just different. And I think I think what makes this song kind of cool and unique is a testament to like the writing of Minor Threat and the writing of Ian McKay. Zach can take the lyrics and change it to make it more more modern but still keep the feeling. Yeah, okay, okay. It's okay. I feel, like, I feel like Ian also, he in this song, maybe in all Minor Threat songs, but in this song in particular, it feels like he's trying to sound like um, Jello Biafra when he's doing the clean vocals or more like the clean style vocals. Like it sounds like he's trying to be goofy and kind of sarcastic, but it doesn't come off as sarcastic 
like Jello does. I mean, just just what I read this week, and I listened to like three Minor Threat songs this week. Ooh, yeah. Would that take you five minutes? I don't. I don't think Ian McKay tries to come off as sarcastic at all. I think he's the most unfun person like ever. Well, I know, but so I don't think in any way, shape, or form does he even remotely try and be sarcastic or funny because he seems so fucking dry and so boring since like day one. Okay, well, I guess I meant to say just. Maybe not like humor wise or lyrically or anything like that. Just, just his his style sounds. His delivery sounds similar to Jello's okay. delivery. That's what I'm really kind of okay. trying to say. There. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Mm. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Mm. That's all I'm saying. That. Mm. And this is and you know what this song I'd love to play on the drums. This has always been on my drum playlist. Has been the Rage version of this. I, I oh, it's so much fun to play. It's kind of it's kind of interesting too because in the minor threat version like that that fast punk intro with like mm-hmm. the chugging guitars and that little snotty little chord progression it gets all good and in the rage the rage version they kind of pop it up it's a little more poppy it's a little more a little more fun a little more bouncy yeah and that's kind of weak that's kind of lame no that's no that's totally get lame nah get like out you're, of here. like you're severely undermining the the intent of the song by doing that but not really like it's still it's still like really it still really punches you in the face like it I don't feel like it, it's weakened at all. I know what you're I know what you're saying but it doesn't it gives it a different more of a different vibe but it doesn't weaken it. I think definitely I think, doesn't. Like so like lyric wise I think ultimately this song is a fuck you to posers. Whether it be cool kids I think they're smoking cigarettes are cool or people that think that our government isn't taking over our lives on a daily basis. Posers, posers all around. This is a fuck you to posers, and I think both of them, both versions, kind of address it differently. Whereas the minor threat version is a little more, a little more micro, like I said, a little more drug um, based. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, for whatever it's fucking worth, the whole straight edge thing and Ian McKay, and <laughs> like he fucking hates talking about it. And I hate talking about it too. It's so dumb. I don't care. Straight edge culture. Yeah, like it's yeah. <laughs> Like that's not a culture. Just you just don't do drugs. Just like yeah. doing drugs isn't a culture. Doing not doing drugs is also not a culture. Like get the fuck out of here. Who cares? It's, it's this. It's the sense of entitlement that's really fucking annoying about straight edge culture. Silly. Yeah. But then but that's t- what that's that. But that's what they were all about was the straight edge culture, and it was fucking stupid. I think that was one of the but things he that wasn't, turned that, me that's off. That's not what they were all about. They just didn't that do was, drugs. But, I know, but they but they kind of like he know, used the word straight edge like one time. But they kind of spearheaded hated, that whole, and then he hated the fact that people took the one lyric, one line, one song, and then made a culture about it. He still fucking hates it. He still hates talking about it. He thinks it's stupid. He himself has said like, "Dude, this is not just a culture. This is just the way we fucking lived." I hate when people talk about it. Like how irritating. It's probably so irritating for him because he just because he said something, somebody took it out of context and blew it up and made it in this huge thing and said, You're our God. He's like, No, f- like fuck off. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I, I mean I haven't read a lot about Ian McKay, but he feel like he's so pompousy and frustrating to listen to. I see, I don't I I think the more I read about him this week, the less I thought that. Because I thought that, oh yeah, this guy for sure is gonna like rant like, like like uh, like religious people do. They want to cram it down your throat. Like this guy's for sure gonna preach that straight edge shit and get behind it. And it's like the complete opposite. He fucking hates the term, hates the culture, hates everything about it. Just wants to be left alone. 
just wants to like do his own thing. Just wants to to hook up with other, you know, kind of straight edge guys. Under no, no, well, no, because he did. <laughs> he, did he, he did something with uh, the dude from from the Bicycle Thief, who who's like a known drug user for many many years. Now partners with Doctor Drew on various things, but no, he he just hates it all. He thinks it's stupid. He thinks people that that preach it are stupid. Everything's stupid. It's all dumb. It's all dumb. It's all dumb. So that's cool. But what I'm saying is, we're bringing it back to the lyrics here. What, okay. I'm, what yes. I'm saying is, is when Minor Threat is talking about like that call and answer kind of to himself, mm-hmm. and and it's it's specifically about drugs. Like that's like yeah. there's no or, fans or buts. It's about yeah. drugs. And the way Rage sings, the way Zach sings it, it's not just about drugs because of Zach, who Zach is. And I think this is kind of a really cool. A really cool song to cover, and I, I hope this is where it was going in his mind. But so, so this song is is kind of just calling out posers, like I said. But then the last line, the last line in the song where he said, where Zach says, like, "What the fuck have you done?" Like that's a cool line. Like how many times have we talked about in this pod where Zach is telling us, asking us, encouraging us to do something, and then finally on their last album, finally Zach says, "Like what the fuck have you done?" At yeah, least I'm doing something, true. and so like that's that's such a cool way to end it. Like this would have been a really cool album closer, I think. That would have been a really cool final line. Like, what the fuck have you done? I've been telling you for years to do something. What have you fucking done? Can you imagine how cool that would be? Damn, damn, what a what a great closer this would have been. He's finally asking us for proof. He's been telling us for all these years. Now he's asking for proof, and we got nothing to show <laughs> for it. <laughs> we failed. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like with 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 Ian's with Ian's intent uh, with the lyrics, like I do agree that it, it's it could be taken from the standpoint of him talking about himself and just him like fighting his inner demons, his inner his inner thoughts. But then it could also just be taken, you know, he's fighting with a significant other, you know, or something like that, or a very close friend. I think it's you just know, culture just, in general. I, I think he's I think specifically calling out that. people that think they're cool. Like he literally says, "You think you're cool." I, I, and, but that's such a, like a teenage like mindset too. It's such a narrow-minded thing. Like, who the fuck cares if somebody wants to smoke cigarettes or fucking yeah. dope or whatever? Like, dude, get off it, it. It's it's that it's that sense it's that sense of entitlement that you have when you're in your late teens, early, very early twenties, where you think you're better than somebody because you do something that's not that's against what they do, so you automatically feel better than than them. You know what you know what I mean? Like everyone's done it at some point, especially to, when you're young. But to be like be in the to, I mean, to his credit, to be in the scene and to be so as, as popular and is as ingrained in the scene as they were and not do any type of drugs. I mean, that's if you don't want to do it, like that's fine. And it's dude, it was probably hard not to do it because they were constantly surrounded by it. But yeah. I think I I think again, I only listened to like three songs, so I don't know their entire discography, but. <laughs> This song seems preachy a little bit, a yeah. little bit. I, I would I would agree with you on that. If this is uh, and again, maybe maybe some of the minor threat heads can correct me. But if 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 a lot of their songs are like this, and I have zero interest in this band, but if this <laughs> is just like a one off, then that's cool. I dig it. I don't feel like it is though. I feel like this is constantly how how he presents himself in the band. I I really feel that way. At least back then, maybe not now or within the last twenty years, but. I feel like back in the 80s, he was very, you know, preachy and frustrating, annoying. He wasn't, I mean, so like, wasn't Frank Zappa really straight edge too? 
Like, did he was. He was very, yeah, very much. He so. was never like this. Uh, I mean, he never really did anything this preachy, though, right? No, he he didn't. He he actually advocated for kind of letting people do what they want. But he used to get pissed at you his know? bandmate. That's kind of like how Ted Nugent was, too. Back. Yeah, and the, the same with Ted Nugent. Like, Ted Nugent, he never touched a drug in his life, but he, he had band members who, who drank and did drugs and stuff like that. And then if they got out of hand, he would fire them because it's like they, they wouldn't step up. They wouldn't be able to step up and play the songs or perform properly. So he'd fire him. Like he w- he was like fair. Like Ted Nugent was fair about it, but he was never really preachy about it. Firm, but fair. At least in his music. At least in his music. He wasn't very preachy about it. Regardless. I don't know. I don't know. I, really, the, the, the song, the, the, the two verses in the chorus, they pretty much all talk about the same thing. Uh, it's really what it's a call and answer like you said a call and answer to himself that's really what this entire song is it's kind of you know what i just thought about right now those people that that ask questions in their arguments like for instance they'll say do i like frank zappa yes i do do i think he's the greatest person ever no i don't like that kind of shit fucking annoys me <laughs> did i just do that no no, no. that's kind of what this oh, song okay. is like though yeah you, it so is you think you're cool well you're not like fuck man <laughs> it is kind of annoying huh that that kind, of, that kind of like talking, like who fuck is people do that shit all the time? It's so annoying. I think unless like the person's not answering you when you ask a question, like if the person's not answering you, then it's okay to like be a smartass and like answer it for them. But if you're just doing it like in a conversation, it's fucking condescending. It's very annoying. It's a way to get your point across without actually kind of explaining what you're talking about. It's just it's a cop out. It's an easy it's an easy way out. I don't, I, I dislike it. I think Neil deGrasse Tyson does that a lot. Oh, he's a, yeah. I mean, I like Neil deGrasse, I, mean, he, I like him a lot, but he's a condescending douche. Yeah, I don't like him at all because he's a condescending douche. Like, he's very, oh, he's so, I, I used to like him a lot until I, I don't know, somebody said something about him and I'm like, oh, that's kind of true. He kind of is a dickhead to everybody he talks to. Like, but, but he says it like in a positive way so it doesn't sound as condescending. Ah, he's he's so frustrating. He's so annoying. <laughs> oh my god, he's so annoying. He makes me so mad now. Fuck that. I like him. Fuck that. I that's fine. If you like him, you like him. I just if you like him, you like him. If you don't like him, you don't like him. Like, oh oh god, the only person the only person worse than Neil deGrasse Tyson is Bill Nye. He is awful. Do you do you hate Bill Nye or do you hate what the what our world has made of Bill Nye? Uh, it's both because like all the stuff Bill Nye says, like he's not a scientist for what it's worth. He's not a scientist at all. But he he constantly changes his views depending on what's socially acceptable, which is also very frustrating. And oh god, he's so and then the way people like worship him is gross. Oh, it's it's disgusting. I mean, like first like first of all, being a scientist, like what does that even mean? Like that's what I I said for what it's worth. Yeah, as long as you have some type of expert knowledge and that's like the Blink song. As long as you have some type of expert knowledge and some field i mean you could be a scientist right we we are we are the scientists of podcasting but he, are we not but he's not well i guess yeah technically speaking yeah but he's not like a biologist a chemist or or something he, i mean he has he has like a degree in engineering or like a master's in engineering or something like that which i mean he is a very smart man don't get me wrong he's very smart but a lot of people like think he's a scientist because he's called the science guy but he was never a scientist in the traditional sense. If if that's your biggest problem with that's Bill really Nye, then, then you need to reassess like your, your hatred. Well, no, 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 no. It's also because he, he's very much like Neil deGrasse Tyson where he's very condescending. Now, now he is. Like, 
Yeah, now he is. Back in the '90s when he had a show, like he was, it's like his. He was his whole fun. He was informative. He was, and he he didn't try to like he didn't throw like political views into it. He was just he just told it as it was, you know, or what we knew at the time. As a but scientist nowadays, would, like, some might say. As as a scientist would presented yes, the they, facts they tend only. To, be more, to an extent, yes, correct. Anyway. I don't know. We're, we're way off topic. You, just, you hate it because there's, there's not a whole lot here to this song. That's why. But you know. Well, that's fine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, do we want to talk anything any more about the lyrics, or should we? Well, let me see. Wait, wait, do do you, what do you do? You like anything about the music? Like how it it starts off kind of fast, speeds the, up, slows down. The rage down. version, or the minor threat version. Well, they're both pretty much the same. It, they're both you know. almost identical. I think the intro is completely different. But yeah. I think the Rage version, I really, there's nothing there that I, I really, that really stands out for me. Um, the Minor Threat version, I think the intro is really cool. I think the both music itself, and the verses and the chorus, I think is is fine. I think it's great. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, it's nothing like it's nothing to write home about. I think it's kind of cool how they they go they they jump into like the quickness of the chorus, and it's just like screaming in my eyes, in my it's in my eyes, it's in my eyes, and it does it. And then that, that drum, that do, 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 do. Oh, my God. The drums in this song are so good. I love the drumming. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Dare I say perfect? No, Tyler, know. come on. What, what are you, are you fucking perfect? high? What are you, are you on like PCP or something? What are you thinking? You never perfect know. Perfect drumming? What know. the fuck are you doing? You never know. I'm going to go run through a wall next. Jesus, naked. Always got to be naked. Naked, yes. Naked and, naked and bloody, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I guess you want to just move on. Yeah, let's just move on to uh, okay. Bulls and Parade. That's fine. Uh, well, not yet, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are no demos or alternate versions like every one of the other songs on this fucking record. They never demoed anything, as far as we know. Uh, there's no music video. They never played it live. Prophets of Rage and Audio Slave never played this live. So this is a pretty obscure Rage song, which is kind of interesting. I feel. And then, uh, so yeah, that, that's about it. And then that leads us to our covers. There's no, so there's no direct um, Rage Against the Machine cover. They're all minor threat covers. But you know what? I don't give a fuck because some of them are interesting. Some of them are stupid. Some of them are weird. So the first one we have here is, uh, this one really, really surprised me. This is actually Rise Against with Moby. Moby on vocals <laughs> at some skate park, at a skate park. I don't, it was like a secret show that Rise Against were doing, and it's super weird and kind of interesting. And Moby at the beginning he even says something along the lines that, "Yeah, I don't know the, I forgot some of the lyrics, so I'm just gonna hold this piece of paper and and go along with it." And he did a really good job. Honestly, it was a really, it was really good. I'm gonna play it. I don't care what you say. Okay. I'm gonna play it. So here's a uh, Rise Against and the Mobies. Yeah! 
This is probably one of the coolest things Rise Against has ever done. <laughs> this is better than Minor Threat and Rage Against the Machine. This is this It really is. This is so much better. <laughs> it's so cool, right? Like they all pulled it off so well. All those guys too just like like wanting so bad to just rush that stage, but you know they're going to kick the fuck out of they do, so they're holding <laughs> <Yeah>. them back. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. And I can't believe how much energy Moby has. Like one of the calmest dudes I've ever seen in a music video or anything like that. And the dude's like going off. And this is like a few years ago. Ah, oh, dude, that was cool, man. That was really cool. You're again, man, the your 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 disdain for Rise Against is is Because for the it, most it part it shouldn't be that bad. Because they're not it, that bad. It's like ninety five percent of their stuff is not good. But then they do cool stuff like this, which is great, but then you go hear their music, it's mediocre at best. Except for a couple songs. It's not you, that good, man. Did you ever see Lords of Dogtown? Uh, the skate movie? I don't I don't think I have. Oh my god. Uh, Why a rise against in it? Yeah, they 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 do like a oh, show really? and it's like kicked off by Emil Hirsch, I think, being thrown through a like a like a window from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a black flag cover and it's just super fucking heavy, super fast. And I think that was like the first time I got into Rise Against really. So So they're they're better at doing other people's songs rather than themselves. Hey, some people make good good uh, good careers out of doing other people's songs. That's true too. Rage Against the Machine aren't one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> but we gotta talk about a good half of their catalog because half uh, of their catalog are covers. Which I never like we like we've talked about before, like never really realized that half of their songs are <laughs> covers i didn't realize they had so many fucking songs until we started doing this podcast <laughs> there's that too <laughs> jeez oh god so this next one i actually don't want to play uh because the sound's kind of blown out i just kind of wanted to talk about it like you you can watch it like right now jeff if you want but i thought it was really cool because it's what it is is it's this band called living eyes uh this is like five years ago up at 924 gilman up in berkeley the bay area and davy havoc from afi Apparently he's friends with the guys or whatever, but he came out on stage. <laughs> just and, stands uh, there. <laughs> well, I mean, he he say, he sang parts of the song with him, but it's just like, oh, like the Davy, the modern Davy Havoc doing anything remotely like this. Fun, fun, yes, correct. Fun is just so unheard of. So I I just wanted to to kind of talk about that because he's just he tries so hard not to be you know. I know why does he try so hard cool? not to be fun? I don't know. I just don't he's know. So much better. They're so much better when he's fun. Yeah, I know. Or when he like he shows like passion and like interacts with the crowd like that. Dude, this 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 crowd probably went fucking nuts. Oh, when they dude, did I this. I can only imagine. Like knowing that like everybody in that crowd knew who where AFI came from and how many times they played at that fucking venue. Oh man, what a what a what a cool experience that must have been. You know, just seeing living eyes and not expecting Davey Havoc to come out. That's cool. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. I'm not going to play it. Because, like I said, the sound is pretty blown out on that. Uh, the last thing here, or not the last thing here, I'm sorry. This is the third thing here. Uh, this is some kid. He's um, who's doing a vocal cover. This was posted seven years ago. Has 84 views, four upvotes. Posted by uh, somebody named Josiah Vestal. And, uh, yeah, this is his his vocal cover of uh, In My Eyes, just in his bedroom. So here we go. Hey, 
There you go. There's a boy, Josiah Vestal. From seven years ago. Yeah. Did you like his fake microphone? Him just in his bedroom? Yeah, this guy was fucking rad. This guy was cool. <laughs> dude, and somebody posted a the comment. There. Somebody posted a comment that says, dude, you're cool and I miss you, homie. <laughs> like, is, it, is that like the most cryptic kind of sad thing you've ever heard? Like, what if he died? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. This was cool, really though. This sad. is this is just like a kid. Just fucking, he loves this song. And he doesn't even care how he puts it out, how bad it is. Like, that's just... The DIY ethic right there is just through the roof. Love it. Love yeah. it. It's a shame you couldn't find a band to to do this song with. Because it you, might, might have turned out to be pretty cool. There were probably too many bands. There were probably too many bands, too many labels wanting to sign him, and he got tired of the limelight already, so he quit because this is fantastic. <laughs> that's what happens when you're too good. <laughs> too good. When you're too good. Oh, shit. Okay, so we got this... Um, this this band called Nevium 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 mm-hmm. Nevium, they posted this uh, two years ago. Has three hundred seventy four views, and uh, it's this uh, it's their cover of In My Eyes. So I'll, I'll just play it right now. Why not? What did you think of that one? You like the accent? Yeah, it was cool. I I didn't, I didn't know what video that one was, but that's that's that was cool. Well, that's fine, I guess. Yeah, there was no video. It's just a. Oh, okay. What I sent you was just a like, just a YouTube. But yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a bad cover. It was good. It has six upvotes, zero downvotes down votes on YouTube's. So check out Nevium, Nevium. Yeah, they, it says that they're. Uh, <laughs> Their EP album, The Hope Is There, is available to download for free from Bandcamp, or you can have it on CD for three pounds. So, oh. there you go. Yeah, a three-er. Or no, that wouldn't work, right? It would be a fiver. A fiver. <laughs> but yeah, you like that stuff? You like it? Um, no, it was no. all right. It was, I mean, it was fine. What do you offer? It, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. I don't, it was, know. I don't know. It's just, you know, with this, they're surprisingly wasn't there weren't a lot of covers just in general not a lot of covers of rage or minor threat which i was surprised i feel like this is like one of the minor threats more popular songs but i don't know what the, what the fuck do i know i'm not a minor threat fan not on their spotify top five. Oh, it's not really Mm-mm. well i guess it's a deep cut then mm-hmm. so i got two covers left this one uh this one comes from what do we got here christian fermanda putra Hmm. This is uh why are you laughing? Don't laugh at him. This was uploaded three years ago as seventy six views. So here's his little acoustic his his acoustic jam of In My Eyes. You tell me you 
You know the best part? Oh boy. Was when he stopped playing and then the car horn went off. <laughs> Did you not hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, I also, oh, that I also was the like best that, part. that he took the time to like go into the bathroom because the acoustics are probably better. He's like sitting <laughs> know, on the he's floor. He's like sitting in his shower. Yeah, so not only is he in the bathroom, but he's probably in his shower. So good for him. <laughs> I thought, was, I thought was you said great. Christian from, like he's from a city from Mondaputra, but his name is Fermandaputra. Fermanda, yes, there you go. <laughs> so I, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. This is cool. This is fine. Right. This is something. This is something I thought you would like. You know, because it's acoustic. You, you're you're a sucker for the acoustic. Yeah, I mean, he just took the same exact song and did nothing to it except just played on acoustic guitar. But it's fine. It's cool. You never no, satisfied. Liked. Never satisfied. I just I don't understand you sometimes. I liked it. <sighs> okay, so we got one more. We got one left. This comes from a, a guy named uh, Jir Asuncion. Says uh, just one down vote. Posted six okay. years ago. 42, 42 views. So here's his little acoustic rendition of uh, "In My Eyes." There's our boy Jer right there, Asuncion. 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 It's posted six years ago on the YouTubes. What do you think of this guy, man? I, I think he knew because the comments are turned off. <laughs> yeah, they are. So <laughs> you know, he he knew, he knew. That's it's you know like 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 when your kid is is playing little league baseball and you know they they are probably not going to get farther than little league. But you're encouraging. Like that was a good cut. Like you did the good cut, slugger. This wow. this was a good cut. You did good. That's fine. It's fine. You tried. You yeah. tried. No, you, you know, I'm no virtuoso either at the guitar, but I know my limits. I know my boundaries. I know where it's going to take <laughs> me, and that's nowhere. And I'm fine with it. <laughs> and I think uh, I think he may be there because he turned off the comments. So he did. Maybe or maybe just he turned them on after the fact, or turned them off after the fact. <laughs> You know, yeah, he got he got one down vote. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's all I got for covers. I got nothing else. Uh, who do you have for your MVP on this one? Uh, Zach. Really? And I'm just I, I'm blindly throwing darts at a dartboard and landed on Zach. He's the only person I feel change anything, good or bad, for this uh, for this song. Everyone else is par for the course, I guess. 
All right. Well, my MVP is also Zach because I feel like his vocal performance was great on oh, this. So great. Oh. Close runner up is uh, is Brad on drums. But no, Zach, Zach killed it on the vocals. He sounded great. I feel like this is yeah, the only part. It was the only part of the record that he actually showed like real emotion. Really, it, it was. It really, really was. <laughs> Your head explodes because you know it's true. Yeah, that's why it exploded. It's the way she goes, boys. There you go. Those are our MVPs for this one. Uh, you got anything else to say about the pod, about this episode? Um, no. Just glad it's over? Glad this one's over. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, this is Rage Against the Pod. Thank you all for listening. Uh, go to iTunes. Go to rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on their follow on social media at Rage Against the Pod. And once again, thank you all for listening. And that's it. That's all. You just wish you did. You tell me that I make no difference. At least I'm fucking trying. What the fuck have you done? It's in my eyes, it's in my eyes.